Quality Living Made Simple Podcast, Episode 66. Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. This episode, I want to bring to you what I promised in the last episode, and that is talking about the book, How the World Sees You. And so, in previous episodes, we've talked about uh, some different things uh, regarding the DISC profile, and so I mentioned that a couple different times, and we also talked to Chris Licurdo, who has um, has been uh, working with the DISC profile for quite a while as well, and he talked a little bit about that when he was talking about communication, and I'm going to try to have a link to that episode in the show notes, which you can get at simpleliving.us forward slash 066. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that, um, and then also um, a couple of things that are going to be coming down the line as far as some changes. I don't know details yet, um, but uh, they will be coming. And so, so starting off with the disc profile, with that, if you'll remember, it has the four acronyms: D I S C. Uh, the D stands for dominant. And that is for someone that is a uh, driver. And so I think that might be uh, another term that's given for it. Um, And then the I is for influential. And they are the people person that really likes to get in. And some people describe that as the, uh, the party animal type people. And so they like to have fun with everything that they're doing. And then you have the S which is the kind of the stable uh, kind of person. They are loyal. They are the people pleasers. Uh, They are the ones that don't like conflict. And then the last one is the C. And that is where I find myself a very detail-oriented type of person. And so very task-oriented, not so much on the people side and uh, very slow to uh, make decisions and to be able to act. And so that's generally um, the the outline of those things. And so I'm not going to go into detail in this episode about that, but just to mention the fact that my personality style is a high C. And so I'm uh, definitely lower on the other ones. I think I is my lowest. And so I'm very introverted, and so I tend to keep to myself. And so if you get me in a room with a party and a bunch of people talking, I'll be the one over in the corner just kind of watching things go on. At least that is my tendency. I do have to work at trying to get myself out of that shell, out of the uh, confines of my own mind. And so I try to work on that. But my tendency is with that high C, being the very detail-oriented type person. Now, something else that I had seen, and it's actually been uh, four four or six months, maybe late summer or something like that, when I um, was introduced to 
Sally Hogstead's How You Um How the World Sees You. And so she has a website, howtofascinate.com. And so it's a different spin on the same thing. And so for the uh, disc profile, that's more of a communication styles type of thing, but it's more of an inward look of how you communicate with other people. The way that um, Sally has done it, she's looked at it from the opposite perspective and how does the world view you as you are and so and this is playing on the strengths that you have and so as someone is looking at you what are the strengths that they are noticing and that will be able to be able to play well for you uh, when it comes to business and life and so when uh, I took that test uh, back in the end of summer I um well, let, let me just describe this um, here. There are seven different um, advantages that you can have. And so there's innovation, passion, power, prestige, trust, mystique, and alert. Now, the uh, through the study that she's done, she's come up with a matrix uh, to where there is a combination of these that kind of combine to make your own uh, personality. And so um, on the matrix, just to kind of describe it, um, there is um, along the top, there's seven columns, one with each of the advantages I just listed off. And then um, going down um, along the side um, for each row, there are those exact same ones that are there. And so it comes up with this grid. Uh, that's there. And so then where each one intersects, um, there is a particular um, personality style type of thing that is listed there. And so um, an archetype um, is what she calls it. And so this is kind of how you would be described if you were working at your best. And so uh, you can have an intersection, you have your primary advantage, and then there's your secondary advantage. And so the primary advantage goes um, from top to bottom, and that's the rows. And then the secondary is along the top, and it, and so it goes left to right. And so I'm going to try to have a picture of this in the show notes uh, so that you can be able to take a look at this. You can also see it on her website as well. And so uh, the the uh, when I took the test, my primary fascination uh, came out or my primary advantage came out to be alert. And then my secondary came out as innovation. And so for the alert, just to read a little description here uh, from what she says here. And so alert is the language of details. People with primary alert advantage carefully watch all the details in order to avoid problems. They proactively handle their work to stay on track with customers, coworkers, and managers. So when details matter, the alert has an upper hand over the less structured personalities. They are watchful, aware, and the ability to manage complex projects and so forth. And so she gets some more uh, detailed information about that. There's a couple adjectives that she has for this, and uh, they are proactive, organized, and detailed. And then for the innovation, um, one that was my secondary advantage. And so about 
the innovation it says here those with uh that it's the language of creativity those with innovation as their primary advantage are creative unconventional thinkers who think um or who quickly resolve problems and deliver inventive solutions their creativity gives them an advantage when the old solutions don't work anymore these are the seekers of adventure the experimenters the proponents of the new life is too short to follow conventions how about we try something different instead and again, there's some more descriptions. And then the three uh, uh, adjectives that she gives here is creative, visionary, and entrepreneurial. And so when you put those together, you get the um, archetype of um, the composer. And so um, just, just by seeing the name, I can kind of... Um, get a picture of what that is and so um, at least for me I have uh, somewhat of a music background and so I uh, played the piano growing up I took a couple years of lessons um, even as an adult uh, and then I took violin lessons from grade four through nine and so when I think of composer I think of someone that is writing music and so what they do is they take a blank piece of paper and they have a melody line and um, and such in their mind and they write it out and they compose it and they put together different instruments, different sounds, and they put it all together and they create this thing. But it's very methodical and very laid out and everything that's done. And so that's kind of the image that I had when I first saw this um, and come to find out it's very similar to that. And so I'm going to go ahead and play just a little bit here um, as, after taking the um, Tess, there was a video that she provided that um, kind of described uh, myself as the composer. And so I'm going to go ahead and just play that for a little bit here. It's just a, a short clip. And uh, then we'll come back and we'll look at just a little bit more about what she has to share with these other advantages. You are the composer. This means that your primary advantage is alert. You're aware of all the facets of a situation and you're able to see even the tiniest details. Your secondary advantage is innovation. This means that you're driven by creativity so that you can respond to obstacles with unique problem solving to brainstorm all kinds of fresh solutions. The composer is one of the most rare archetypes because it combines the precision of alert with the creativity of innovation. Here's how the world sees you at your best. As the composer, you are strategic. You have long-range vision. You're able to make practical choices that positively affect your goals. You're also fine-tuned. You can funnel your ingenuity into creating a result that other people just wouldn't be able to develop. You're also judicious. You communicate with clarity. You respond to problems with careful reasoning. You don't spend a lot of time second-guessing yourself, and this keeps people on track. Your archetype has a twin. The composer's twin is the quick start, which is a combination of innovation plus alert. Take a look at the quick start so that you can see yourself from another angle. You have a rare combination of creative talent and the ability to work in a methodical way. You don't just dream up new ideas, you're keen to implement them too. You're always aware of what could potentially go wrong and you work hard to prevent problems and delays. You help your team to develop a system to implement these new ideas. And this advantage applies in both small startups and in big global corporations. The other advantage that I wanted to share that I think can be key to kind of understanding a little bit of how you work is something that she calls the dormant advantage. 
Okay, so the dormant advantage is basically the lowest one. This is the one that is um, your weakest. This is not something that is a, a strong point for you. Um, and so uh, it says uh, here regarding mine that I have the dormant advantage of mystique. Okay, now mystique is the language of listening. It's the people that have the innate ability to edit their ideas and opinions. They do not over-communicate with customers, coworkers, and managers. Therefore, uh, they make their opinions more influential. Uh, it says here also that others draw attention uh, to themselves with loud greetings or fraternal backsliding. Mystique personalities tend to be the solo intellects behind the scenes. Their ability to see the nuances of a situation and think things through give them an um, an edge over outgoing personalities. These pragmatic thinkers communicate with facts, not fancy. Uh, and it says here that they are independent, logical, and observant. Okay. So, so basically these are kind of the people that they can be able to, um, pick out the key details that need to be mentioned and they can leave the other things out. And so, um, one thing that says here uh, regarding me personally with Mystique as my dormant advantage, it says you don't like, uh, you don't hide your emotions or opinions. Some may even refer to you as an open book. You can be enthusiastic, even dramatic at times. In business negotiations that require holding back information, you may tend to feel challenged because containing how you feel typically is not natural response for you. You persuade others by being straightforward and open, whereas mystique personalities persuade by provoking questions without giving answers. Your approach is uh, what attracts others, while your um, is oh, okay. Th- your your approachability is what attracts others to you, while mystique's veil of secrecy is what attracts people to them. Uh, it says here also that people can always know where they stand with you because they tend to have difficulty because you have tend to have difficulty hiding how you feel. Others can pick up on your attitude and mood. Once you know your personality's dormant advantage, you can then take advantage, understand why these tasks feel like struggling through quicksand and how to avoid spending your energy in those traps. And so that definitely describes me. And so uh, my wife has uh, said that about me too much. I, I share too much. And so there's a, a lot of times that I'd be talking with somebody and I would just be going on about a situation and I would just be telling all this kind of stuff. My wife is looking at me. Um, and if there's a table, she would kick me sometimes kind of letting me know that, Hey, I don't need to be sharing that much information. And so that's just how I am. I just, uh, have that tendency. And so, and, uh, that, that's one struggle I always have when it came to trying to get into the sales is I was always hard trying to, um, draw that line. And so th- this helped me be able to understand that. And so I definitely would recommend you looking into uh, taking this. And so if you haven't taken the disc yet, that is definitely something uh, that can be very advantage, um, advantageous, excuse me. And so, and then also um, I would uh, highly recommend doing this as well. And so uh, if you want to, and you haven't yet, you can take the disc. If you want to go to simpleliving.us forward slash disc, D-I-S-C, that will take you to um, a page on 48days.net or 48days.com, excuse me, that you can be able to um, get that. You can order that through um, Dan Miller's uh, site there. And so that is an affiliate link. And so if you... um, Go ahead and do that and purchase that. It's not going to be any more expensive for you, but I'll get um, 
a percentage. I can't remember what it is, like 15% or something like that, um, that, that will come back, be able to help to support this podcast, be able to go forward. Um, and then if you want to go and um, take this test for um, the uh, how the world sees you, you can go to simpleliving.us forward slash fascinate. And so I had a problem spelling this. That's F-A-S-C-I-N-A-T-E. And so maybe you already knew that, but I needed help with that. And so I had misspelled it um, a couple times. And so I needed that help. Um, and so if you also want to, uh, you can just go to the show notes and the links will be there for you as well in case you happen to forget. So as I wrap up here, I did want to just kind of mention a little bit as far as what we're going to be doing going forward. Like I mentioned, I don't have the details yet of exactly what's going to happen, but I do have some ideas of what we're going to be able to do to go forward. And so I did mention um, in the, I don't remember if I mentioned it the last one, but um, in some of the recent ones, at least we uh, were talking about changing the, uh, some things with the, the podcast and I had a survey out, which um, if you haven't filled out the survey, which I've only gotten a couple responses, um, I would like to get some more. So if you haven't done that yet, um, please go to the show notes page and you can be able to uh, click on the link to take that survey. Uh, that will definitely help me to be able to make the best decisions uh, going forward. And so, but, uh, but, but based on what I, the feedback I got so far and some of the um, brainstorming and the, uh, the advice that I've gotten from other people. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to change the name of the podcast. And so uh, I, I can't say what that's going to be yet because I'm still working on that, narrowing it down. Um, one of the uh, top choices so far is LifeQuest. And so uh, have the LifeQuest podcast. And so that that's one idea because we're on this quest of life and uh, and trying to make it better and things. And so that's one of the ideas that I'm throwing around. And so, and there, there's actually lifequest.com, um, website. And there actually used to be a podcast, uh, that was there about a year ago. Uh, they have since, um, stopped recording. They only had about 13 episodes. Um, and so they're willing to, uh, um, sell that to me, um, for a, a very, low good uh price and so um something that's very reasonable and so um that that is something that, that we're looking at and so i think that could be a, a good possibility uh but again looking for your feedback so if you can go to the show notes page and be able to fill out the survey let me know more about what you think and so um but uh, regardless of what the name is going to be um one of the changes that we're going to do is i'm going to uh be switching to um a definite every other week podcast. And so uh, I know here lately it's kind of been a little sporadic because there's been a lot of uh, crazy things that have been going on in my life. And uh, maybe I'll share a little bit of that in the future. Um, but just uh, between everything in my schedule, it just got really busy and hectic that I haven't been able to um, stick to a plan. And so um, I, I'm starting to get things ironed out, I think, to where I can be able to start to do that. But I don't want to overcommit again. And so I think we're going to commit to probably every other week. And then um, I'm even thinking about the idea of having a co-host uh, that will come on at least um, maybe not every episode, but at least some. And so I am exploring that option. 
Um, and so if you happen to be interested in that idea, um, then uh, let, let me know that for sure. And so, again, just through the website, you can be able to contact me to be able to let me know of your interest in that area or even what your th- thoughts are regarding that. And so and then also um, one of the other things that um, I think is pertinent is that um, I've been talking with Scott Barlow of Happen to Your Career. And uh, he's been on the podcast a couple times to share the things that they're doing there. And so he's doing a lot of things to be able to help people be able to move on to work that they love. And so I think that's something that's very important for being able to have a better quality of life, being able to um, have a uh, a better uh, home life even is being able to do work that you love. And so and he helps people be able to do that. And so one of the things that he has available there um, is the work you love one stop. And so it's, um, there's actually, um, a couple different things that he has with that. The, um, the one I'm letting you know about right now is a free email based, um, program. And so it's eight days to where each day you'll get an email to where it has um, some questions. It has some information it has some questions that you can answer to help you be able to identify what it is that you really love. And then it'll, step you through some different things that you can do to be able to act on that and be able to do that. I'm actually in the process of going through that myself. And so far it's been very beneficial um, and very eye opening. And so I've, I've done some of it uh, before already, just because of my association with him and listening to their podcast. Um, I think I've listened to pretty much all of the episodes, if not all of them. And so I've already kind of done some of the work already. So it's a little bit of a refresher. Um, but this is my first time actually going through the course. And so I'm definitely enjoying it. So if you'd like to take a look at that, again, it's free. You just sign up uh, with your email. You can go to simpleliving.us forward slash one stop. And so, and in the future, we may be uh, doing a little bit more of a partnership or sponsorship type of um, uh, program with them. And so um, it's something I really think is beneficial. And so, uh, again, if you want to take a look at that, you can go to simpleliving.us forward slash one stop, or you can go to the show notes page. And so, again, everything that I mentioned in this episode, um, including all the links and the survey and the different things like that are on the show notes page, simpleliving.us forward slash zero six six. And so with that, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap up. And so I hope that you were able to have some good takeaways from this. And so, and, um, we'll come back here in a couple of weeks. Um, and I'm going to be sharing a little bit from, um, Matt ham. And so he was on the show back in the spring and he was, uh, sharing some things about how to live richly. And so he, at that time he was in the middle of writing a book and getting some things together. Well, here in just a couple of weeks, his book is being released. It's actually in pre-release right now. And so you can uh, be able to sign up for some pre-release things and I'll go ahead and I'll have links for that in the show notes as well. But then December 2nd, I believe it is that the book officially launches. And so I'm going to try to um, get him on. And if I can't have an interview with him, I'm at least going to talk about the book. And so I was able to get a pre-release copy and be able to do that. And uh, in addition to that, I uh, purchased um, that as well. And so we may even do a giveaway um, and that, and so that'll be coming up in a couple of weeks when we have the next podcast episode. And so 
with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. And I thank you again for listening and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. Please take a moment to share this with your social circles. Also, go to simpleliving.us forward slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. Now, go and create the quality of life you deserve. Simple, 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 simple.